0: Welcome to our Thought Leader Interviews, brought to you by the Center for Internal Change. In this series, we speak with leaders who have experience in topics related to business, talent management, personal development, and organizational performance. Let's join our host, Susan Stam, as she interviews today's guest. Today, I'm visiting with thought leader Pam Haynes. Pam, who is the chief change agent at Slate Consultants, is also known as Slate's professor of productivity. Today, Pam will share why admiring a problem will never solve it. Pam, welcome. Thanks, Susan. Great to be here. Let's talk a little bit about this idea of getting unstuck. What do you mean by that?
1: Well, what I mean by that is identifying what is getting in the way for us or any individual to have forward motion in any aspect of their life? Those are blockers. And to get unstuck, first we have to identify what are the blockers getting in the way of moving forward and establish strategies and techniques and activities to remove those blockers so we then can move forward.
0: Can you think of an example of a blocker that uh, you've encountered?
1: Absolutely. I was working with a client who was really very good at analyzing a situation, how she got there, what she could have done differently, what she, what she could do differently in the future. And what she did was analyze the problem on all sides, but she didn't take one step to solving it.
0: So how often do you encounter this? And what would you say is the key thing that's going on for the folks that you've worked with? Why, why are they reaching out to you?
1: Well, mainly, um, it is a common problem, firstly. We often get stuck. All of us have been stuck at one point or another, and we just don't know how to move forward. So people recognize that they need help of some kind, so they reach out to a coach or a friend or a colleague for that help. And what we start to do in our approach is to start with the end goal in mind and put aside the noise and the distractions around how we got to where we are and figure out where we want to get to.
0: So are there trends and patterns that you've noticed that lead to this kind of behavior?
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's interesting through the work I've done, there um, seems to be three categories that people come to me with. And I call it the three R's, redirect, revitalize, and repurpose. So an example of redirect is typically someone who's early on in their career, and they're heading down a path, they're working in a job, and they realize it's really not for them, and they want to shift gears and do something different. Um, revitalize typically hits mid-career. Uh, so, you know, person's been really quite successful. They're doing their thing, but they're starting to stall, plateau, and they've stopped forward motion, and it's more of business as usual. And they recognize that, so they won't, you know, they come to me to help them interrupt their business as usual so they can get more on a forward path, if that makes sense.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then repurpose is um, more later in person's career, You know, folks have been, you know, magnificently successful. They've achieved a lot throughout their career, but they're looking for what's next. They might be of the retirement age, or they might just be ready to move on to something different. But just because a person is of retirement age doesn't mean they want to retire. So they want to figure out, what can I do next that adds a great purpose to my life?
0: That's great. The the folks that you've been working with, obviously, are, are a lot of really smart people, why would you say they've been having trouble moving forward? What stops them?
1: I think what stops them is a, a couple of things. Um, and we as a society do tend to look for a silver bullet solution, which frankly doesn't exist. Another thing is that people, they, they have pain points, they feel pain points, but what they're, and so they try to treat them but they typically are treating symptoms of an underlying issue or problem that they just can't get to and understand what it is. So they're trying to solve, frankly, the wrong problem. Uh, so that, that keeps them in a place of continually trying to solve something and throwing one solution at a problem after another, but actually never solving it.
0: That makes a lot of sense. So you described these sort of three different places in the career cycle that these three R's that you were talking about a little bit ago. Um, could you take one of those, Pam, and talk about how people, if they were in that place in their career, how you would help them break out of that cycle?
1: Absolutely. And and this is true for all three. Uh, the, our starting point and our approach is to get really clear on a person's core. And what I mean by that is, You know, the core is their essence. It's what makes them tick. So using a variety of tools and exercises, one of the very first things we do, regardless of where the person is and the three R's, is to help them identify what their core values are. And the reason for that is that if you're very clear on what your core values are, it gives you amazing, powerful tools. It gives you a clear framework for decision-making It builds confidence for you to ask for help in areas that aren't your focus. And it eliminates self-defeating behaviors like procrastination.
0: What are some of the the results that you've helped folks uh, experience as you've worked with them uh, in in this process?
1: One of the greatest pleasures in my work is to witness the transformation when someone suddenly becomes unstuck. And it is life-changing for my clients. And what happens is that they are able to make clear decisions that they're confident about without going into analysis paralysis. They, they have an overall reduced level of anxiety. They honestly, they, they walk and talk at an elevated, lifted level, and they're more confident. They stop second-guessing themselves, and overall, they just have a brighter, more positive outlook.
0: That sounds great. I'm sure everybody wants that. So share a story, if you could, that illustrates what this journey has looked like for one of your clients uh, and uh, how you coach them to get to a new place. Oh, yeah,
1: I'd love to. That's really interesting. I was working with a client who is a global HR manager. Um, he's working the, at the, the global headquarters in the United States. He's originally from England, and he really wants to get back Um back home, his aging parents, et cetera. So he wanted to get back to England, but and he kept looking at jobs in, in France and in Spain, all over Europe. So I stopped him and I asked him, how is this getting you closer to England? Really, what is it? And I brought him back to what his core values were. One of his number one core values was family. Family, compassion, and love are, were his three core values. And when I said to him, if this is what you're looking at, Again, how does being in Spain or France or anywhere else in Europe help you satisfy your core values? And he just responded, and he said, "Oh, it doesn't." So he stopped looking at jobs that he was being offered in other countries and absolutely focused on the greater focused on the greater London area.
0: That's terrific! What a great story. I just have one final question for you, uh, Pam. Um, you talked about this gentleman's core values do you get a sense that most people know what these values are when you begin to work with them or, or are they surprised to discover them? Um, do they have a really difficult time? I know you have a process for helping people through that uh, without going into all of that. You know, just, what is in your sense, how much clarity do people have when they come to you to begin with what these values really are?
1: Very little clarity and focus. Surprisingly, it's very, uh, general, I would say, people know what feels good and doesn't feel good to them. And the thing with my clients, when they get very, very clear on their core values, um, they can recognize when their values are being stomped on or challenged because it in, you know, it inflicts pain slightly. Uh, so it, it's really interesting that once they are able to focus on what is at their core, their core values, that again, they're able to make clear and concise decisions. Um, and frankly, just know that they're on the right path for themselves.
0: Thank you so much for, for that, Pam. And thanks for taking the time to share with us about your work today. Uh, I'm sure that there are a lot of folks that are in need of this kinds of service, and I'm sure that you would be delighted to hear from them if that were the case. Appreciate your time today.
1: Thanks, Susan. Always a pleasure to speak with you.